Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. My name is Art and we finally have made it back to October. From here on out, it's going to be nothing but Christmas vibes. With the occasional break for my baseball team's postseason adventures, but I'm a big Seattle Mariner fan and uh, they just clinched a wild card spot for the playoffs, so I'm pretty excited about that. It's been 21 years since they've made it to the playoffs last, so we are pretty excited here. And by we, I mean me. And by excited, I mean I stayed up really late last night watching the game where they clinched the wild card spot. I'm paying the price for that today because I'm real tired. But I am here to bring you some Christmas vibes for the month. So we're going to start off with a fun episode that you all helped me write. And we're going to be talking about Santa Claus today. I've just been wanting some Christmas spirit. And I I just felt like it's been lacking the last few months or so. I really need some Christmas spirit. Now our question of the day, which is a thing I've never done before and may never do again. But our question of the day is this, is Santa Claus real? If somebody were to come up to you and ask, is Santa real? Do you still believe in Santa? How would you answer that question? I had this thought as I was rereading parts of one of my favorite Christmas books. It's called A Boy Called Christmas by Matt Haig. And it tells an origin story of Santa Claus and is one that I would highly recommend. It is funny, heartwarming, sad, joy-filled, full of Christmas spirit. It's the perfect ingredients for a Christmas book. But I thought about that. To, to give it a serious contemplation, is Santa real? How would you answer that question? You know, we could say, oh, well, yeah, he, he was real. The St. Nicholas back in, you know, whatever, 100 AD was this or that. Or, you know, the, the spirit of Santa lives in all of us, that kind of thing. There's different ways you can answer. Like my good friend Charles Dickens says in A Christmas Carol. But like my good friend Charles Dickens says in A Christmas Carol, that it is good for us to be children sometimes and never better than at Christmas when its mighty founder was a child himself. So I want us to approach this question partly seriously, but also with the wonder and excitement and openness of a child. Because ask any child, just about any child, and they will tell you without a shadow of a doubt emphatically that yes, Santa is real. They believe in the magic, and the magic helps them experience Christmas in a way that maybe we as adults have forgotten. So perhaps a bit of a different episode for you today. Essentially, I want to interact with some of the comments I received online when I posted this very question, is Santa Claus real, and do you believe, and why? I was hoping for at least one or two comments, but I had a wonderful flood of comments come in giving me their answer to that question. So let's look at some of those and I'll, I'll read them and make some comments on a few of them before we get to our story today. So uh, first off, let's go to the granddaddy of social media, Facebook. I had a couple comments there. Uh, one is from uh, Katie, one of our listeners, and she answers the question this way. She says, yes, I believe he once existed in history And now it's almost a magical feeling and we can be that to many people. And I I really like that explanation that we can be that magical feeling to people, that we can make Christmas special for others and and feed into the magic and the 
and the joy of Christmas. With that same excitement and belief that children have of Santa, we can carry that on and into our lives as an adult. We can be the creator of Christmas magic. And then somebody named Santa Kev said, I believe, and he even posted a picture of Santa waving waving at you, uh, which a wonderful picture. I, I think that might be himself. So uh, thank you, Santa Kev. His, he's got a, a wonderful uh, Santa Claus outfit there. You should check it out. Let's jump over to what some of your favorite Christmas podcasters have said. I also posted this question on the uh, on our Christmas Network uh, Discord channel. And uh, Disco54 says, yes, but it very much depends on what you mean by Santa. And really, that's what this whole episode is about. What do we mean even when we say Santa? CJ from uh, Christmas Conversations, he says, of course he's real. And there's no why. Why not? Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. It's what's in your heart. I'll always believe because there's a comfort in it. And that is just beautifully said, CJ. You know, you think about Santa and what he means to you. You know, even as an adult, there's there's comfort, there's nostalgia, there's joy as we think about that. Matt from the TGI podcast, he said that, yes, he is. As long as the spirit of the season continues on, then Santa is very much real. And again, we get the idea of Santa as as a spirit, as a as an emotion, as as a feeling almost. And then Santa Matt from the North Pole Radio, he says, yes, of course. And he quotes from a very famous Santa, uh, uh, Charles W. Howard, who says, he errs who thinks Santa enters through the chimney. He enters through the heart. And uh, that is just a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. So thank you, Santa Matt, for sharing that. Another of Santa's many helpers out there and uh, has, has a job as a professional Santa, one that I would love to have one day. Uh, so I, I've really enjoyed his podcast. Uh, I, I don't mean to turn this into a commercial, but you should check out North Pole Radio. Mike from the Advent Calendar House said, my first Christmas Eve as a parent was when I realized, OMG, I'm Santa. And I, to the best of my knowledge, exist. <laughs> uh, yes, there's that great joke that says there's the certain stages of life where you believe in Santa, where you don't believe in Santa, where you are Santa, and then you look like Santa. <laughs> uh, maybe I got the stages there mixed up, but I'm definitely in starting my early days of looking like Santa stage. So personally, I can't wait. And Jeff from the Lost Christmas podcast says, yes, because historically the figure of Santa Claus goes back further than the historical character of St. Nicholas. The wild men of Eurasia have a very interesting history, and Santa Claus is an amalgamation of much of that lore, now broadly Americanized. Which, of course, made me want to go and read some more of my history to see what he was talking about. He said a good place to start if you want to learn more about that is... Uh, I don't know if it's a book or an article, but it's called Santa Claus, Last of the Wild Men. So I will be checking that out. And the last comment I received there is from President Hot Dog, who says, and I think this might be my favorite quote so far. He just says, Santa is real and he's spectacular. And that's perfect. I love that. Thank you, President Hot Dog. So I would have expected nothing less from Christmas podcasters. Uh, to chime in with some some great thoughts and reasons for why they believe in Santa and even what Santa is to them. 
jumping over to Instagram, I saw a comment just as I was posting my picture from one of my followers there. Her account name is Faultopia and she, she's been putting out some great content lately and she just posted a video of herself uh, putting her her Christmas letter uh, to Santa. She, she went to visit a town called Santa Claus. Now, she's a yes, but she said, she said, I believe in Santa, but in more of the spirit sense. He is the spirit of Christmas and he brings so much joy, happiness, and hope to people. I think this is so well said. Uh, but yeah, she has some great pictures of herself at Santa Claus. Go ahead and uh, check that out. My Instagram is where I got the most comments from, and which was kind of neat. I wasn't quite sure where y'all hang out the most, but certainly uh, Instagram, you guys came through. So if you follow me on Instagram, thank you so much. If you don't, well, just go to Cozy Christmas Podcast on Instagram. I'm, I'll be there. Here's what you and Instagram have said. Uh, Daniel, I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name, says, yes, Santa Claus is real. I have met him at the Santa Claus Holiday Village. So I'm jealous. Wow. Thank you for that. Another guy named Dan, who uh, is also the author of our story uh, today, uh, he, he commented, uh, to me, Santa is the essence of Christmas, Father Christmas. He's the idea, the lore of holiday spirit, children happy, excited, and grateful, families brought together and loving, a toast to a loved one, a handshake after work. If you had to describe what makes people happy at this time of year, it's perfectly personified as Father Christmas, the Christmas spirit that touches us all as in some way or other. We are visited at Christmas and given an extraordinary gift. I mean, what Dan is describing are just simple acts of kindness. You know, that that helps us honor Christmas in our heart and keep it all the year is by, as he said, bringing families together, loving, toasting a loved one, handshaking after work, being kind, being nice. These are things that can demonstrate the Christmas spirit, the, the spirit of Santa. I like that. We'll hear from more from Dan in a little bit. Joy Rachel 24 says, I believe St. Nicholas left behind a wonderful legacy of generosity and kindness. He's worthy of the reverence he's given by so many around the world. Santa is an icon representing the best of human nature. So of course he's real. And I like that he's an icon representing the best of human nature. He's giving, he's loving, he's jolly. You know, that's wonderful. I love that. Smackdab01 said, yes, they believe Santa is a spirit, not a person. And he lives inside each person who brings magic to anyone or any situation at Christmas time. Captain Slinky says, absolutely, in all caps. So you know he means business. Our entire family are devout Santaologists. Would you call yourself a Santaologist? You know, somebody who, who studies Santa? I, I think that I just might. Uh, I've been, you know, I read books about him and the mythology of Santa and the history behind the practices and traditions of Santa. What a lovely thought that there could be a whole field of study concerning Santa. But even, you know, all the holiday, holiday things aside, it's really interesting to trace the history and story of Santa Claus and how the story has been shaped and evolved over time to uh, what it is today, thinking, you know, 100, 200 years from now, what will it be like? What will have changed? What will 
still remain the same. Uh, it's like this ongoing, evolving story that we are all writing. Thank you for that thought, Captain Slinky. Appreciate it. An account called Enjoying Christmas says, yes, he is real. In this documentary I watched, this elf named Buddy said, when asked that question, said, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, parents couldn't do that all in one night. What about Santa's cookies? I suppose parents eat them too. And, you know, I, I'm sure we've all seen that documentary. Elf isn't a movie. It's a documentary. Um, that's what Enjoying Christmas says. So I'm, I'm on board with that. Another uh, Evie or, or Evie Orin, she says, yes, who he is to me as an adult is different than who he is to my kids. But either version brings feelings of love and magic and joy. And that's what Santa is all about. Dr. Seuss 1217 says, I fully believe in Santa Claus 100%. I can't prove that he comes down the chimney or what time he lands on your roof, but I also can't prove a million dollars exist because I have never seen it. I believe Santa exists in the same way love and generosity and magic exists. Another commented on my uh, post, and he shared a wonderful link to a video that he made uh, a year or two ago talking about his belief in Santa. He said, that I have fully believed in the wonderful person of Santa Claus 100% in my whole life. There are many things in the world that are unexplained, but just because we don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And he says that he's a true believer in the magic of Christmas, always have been and always will be. Uh, he posted a link to his uh, YouTube page. So I, I really encourage you to check out his video. Craig at uh, Weird Christmas said that his very first episode is entitled why making your kids believe in Santa is evil. <laughs> so you might want to go check out that episode and see what he has to say there. And then Charlie from Closer to Christmas said uh, that Santa is real to me because I did everything I could to have my kids believe as long as they did. And when my older son learned the truth about Santa, he said I had him help me and my wife keep Santa real for my youngest son. And that's beautiful the way that became a family activity. I love that. All right, one more social media stop. Let's put on our uh, biohazard suits and make our way to Twitter. Had a few comments here. One from Black Country Brummy, a picture of uh, a Santa looking man wearing a white sweater. And he says, I, mo I most certainly am. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so you can go check that out on, on my Twitter. Another uh, Twitter post called Daniel's ginger mum said, yes, of course. One called the night composer said, yes, because it's nicer to believe and enjoy the thought of ex existence than being just another rational vibe killer. And then another Twitter user named uh, the Santa J says, yes, I'm real. So as far as I know, boom, Santa's real. Now we did finally have somebody say no. We could have had a hundred percent vote on this, but, uh, a a user named uh, named Jennifer, she commented, as a competent adult, I have to say no, but I really love the idea. So that's at least a half yes, maybe. <laughs> but uh, Jennifer, I appreciate you, you chiming in there. But why can't a competent adult believe in Santa? Maybe it requires a, a deeper bit of whimsy and magic and suspension of disbelief. But I want to thank all of you for commenting, for liking the posts and sharing uh, you know, we hear all the time that social media is a toxic dumpster fire and you, through the power of social media, 
have really brought me some joyful Christmas feelings. And I can't thank you enough. Now, as longtime listeners of the show will may remember that some of my earliest memories with Santa is seeing my grandpa dress up as the Jolly Red Guy and uh, coming out to see us during Christmas vacation that we'd spend with my grandma and grandpa. I, I was pretty sure there must have been some kind of magical portal in the, uh, to the North Pole that was uh, possibly in grandpa's bedroom uh, somewhere. And uh, sure enough, out he'd come, we'd sit on his lap, we'd tell him what we wanted. He'd run back to uh, his grandpa's bedroom. And then minutes later, grandpa would come out and be like, hey, what was all that noise? What I'd miss? What did I miss? And uh, just helped keep the magic alive. Many people today are working as Santa's helpers who will be places that he can't get to. And I think they're doing such a great job. It helps add to the joy and celebration of the season. Like so many have said that they believe in that spirit of Santa, of, of kindness, of gift giving, of, of celebrating the season that he has, in a sense, become real. But if you straight up ask me, I'm going to say, yep, I believe 100% Santa is real. There are many reasons why I love Christmas. I talk about one of those reasons on my latest post over at thevillagecollector.com. Go check that out on the Christmas Corner page. And I've written a the post for the end of September about one of the reasons why I love Christmas so much. And a lot of it has to do with the influence of my, my grandma and grandpa and how much they just embodied the spirit of Christmas towards me and my my brother and sister. Wonderful memories there, and I'd love for you to go and read that. I won't read it on the podcast today, because I have another story I want to read to you that I think will tie in nicely for this question of, is Santa real? And this is how this all got kicked off. I got an email from Daniel Morgan, a listener of, of ours. He said he had a cozy Christmas story for you, so... I'm going to read his email. It's a story, and it's beautiful. So sit back, relax, settle down with your favorite drink by the Christmas fire, and I'll read you a story. I love Christmas, the nostalgia, the memories, the warmth it brings. Mid-November comes around and decorations are up in my home. Not too long ago, I used to work on a cruise ship. I was fortunate to travel the world and see many amazing, mysterious sights, but this one story sits with me for eternity. One winter, late November, we sailed on a voyage that took us around the Baltics and Scandinavia, and we ended up in a part of the world that, to me, was the North Pole personified. Wooden houses, cabins, snow-covered forests, elk and cattle on hills with twinkling lights. I stepped out onto the gangway and my breath wrapped around me and it felt as if I had been teleported to another time. It was so magical. The docks had markets. The locals were dressed in furs and timeless traditional attire. Trees were decorated and the energy was vibrant. Cobbled streets paved the way. It was literally a Christmas town, and I soon learnt whilst talking to vendors that Lapland was indeed a real place, and I was there. Now, I loved Christmas, Santa, and the lore, but how did I not know it was a real place? I guess the British schools never really taught locations in Christmas 101. I entered a small toy workshop with the phrase Jules Glode etched above the door. My heart melted. Wooden horses, puppets, and cuckoo clocks adorned the log cabin walls. 
and an elderly man was tinkering in the corner. He was smoking a pipe and looked at me with a wry smile as if he knew I was there, on time, and as planned. He introduced himself as Claus and explained he was a traditional toy maker. Well, the child in me was bursting with joy and I knew this was too good to be true. Growing up in 80s England, Father Christmas was more of a Victorian gentleman, mysterious but a very English Santa. But to see this small, impish, portly fellow with an accent just resonated as what or who Santa really should be. It seemed so much more magical and authentic, as juxtaposed as those two words are. Behind claws were newspaper clippings pinned to the wall, some faded, some newer with images that looked like Christmas markets of years gone by, with children greeting a Santa figure. I couldn't read the language, and alongside those were children's drawings and letters. Was this really Santa's grotto? I remember saying to myself, this is the best mall Santa there ever was, and it kind of... It didn't alter my memories of my Christmases per se, but I felt like I had been visualizing the wrong Santa all childhood, and if only I knew this back then. Then I shook myself and was reminded it was the thought that counts. So as I looked around his shop, smelling the aromas of coal, wood, and cinnamon as the fire crackled, a wooden carving of a flying sleigh caught my eye and I inspected it in my hands. The craftsmanship was a delight. It was beautifully made and had a raw authenticity to it. This was the souvenir to take home. A lone lady cashier helped me. She too, as expected, looked the perfect Mrs. Claus. Her rosy cheeks sealed the deal. What a delightful setup they had there. I thanked them, wished them a Merry Christmas, and walked out. I strolled around the town, learned about the legends of trolls hiding in the mountains, sampled their meats and jams, and just enjoyed a crisp winter's morning ashore amongst the tourists and locals. It was apparent that Christmas was a big selling point here, with tunes playing, hot cocoa for sale. I half expected the Grinch to be atop a mountain shouting out at the rest of Whoville. Before I headed back to the ship, I wanted to take one more look at Claus in his workshop of toys, maybe take a photo to show my children one day. As I walked over, Claus was outside, shaking the hand of a lady slightly older than myself. Keeping a hand on her arm, he guided her down to a chair and embraced her and left. What a gentleman, I thought, and I sat down at a bench near and looked for my camera. In those days, we didn't have smartphones. I overheard an elderly gentleman companion ask the lady how the visit went. She was almost in tears, holding them back and simply nodded and said, Fantastic! As they stood up, he carrying a wrapped bag of trinkets and she clutching his arm so tight. At this point, a friend spotted me and called out, so I joined them in heading back to the ship, deciding to leave my experience with Claus as just that, a memory I won't forget. A few days later in the voyage, I was walking the deck, looking at the fjords as a hint of northern lights echoing through the early evening sky, and to my surprise, I saw the elderly gentleman and young lady. Being a crew member, it was very easy to talk to passengers. They loved the interaction, and joining people for dinner or strolls on deck was nothing out of the ordinary. I unashamedly was eager to find out what that emotional moment was about, wondering how Claus fit into the story. I paused for a second, wondering if it was too intrusive. However, I found myself walking over and started a conversation that slowly led to Claus and the toy workshop. It was a father and daughter, and the story they shared just blew me away. Christina, the daughter, was in a tragic accident many years ago with her mother when she was just a child and lost her mother as a result of that. 
whilst healing from the physical and mental trauma, they decided to fulfill a promise the father made to them all the year before. They would go and see Santa in Lapland. I thought, how tragic, losing such an important part of a young girl's life. Those ideas to fulfill a wish are always bittersweet. A charity was in contact, and, and off they were taken to Lapland, where they visited Santa Claus. If anything, the father went on to share, it would be a great distraction from being without her mother that first Christmas. Christina remembers meeting the jolly old elf, the excitement of standing in his wooden workshop, the buzz of people around her nudging her to the front of the small group and hearing his boots make their way along the decking as he entered from a side door, embracing him as all children do when hearing his iconic ho 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 and feeling the fur of his warm jacket, the cold metal of the buttons and bells and how they resonated through the snow as he led her to his sleigh. She remembers hearing the snorting and hooves of the reindeer, counting eight and then moving along the rain to the front, feeling the warm saliva of a hungry Rudolph as she fed him a carrot Mrs. Claus had given her. And then with a crack of his whip, they were off through the forest in a flash. She described the sleigh ride so vividly, I felt like I was there. As she shared her experience, I couldn't help but hear in my mind the song Sleigh Ride by Troika, a festive, magical piece of music at any time of the year. I listened on, feeling the sea breeze brush my face. It made the moment even more interactive as she described how she could feel the etched carvings and the wooden panels inside the sleigh and the infectious laugh of Santa Claus as the soft branches parted above them as snow dusted their faces. Christina motioned with her hand a roller coaster motion and she described how it felt like as they glided over the hills and swooped down the valley, holding on tight as the force of nine reindeer pushed her back into her seat. She made me believe reindeers really could fly. I was in awe and was embarrassed how I could only find the words to say, oh wow, every now and then in contrast to her amazingly descriptive account. She then described reaching a peak and feeling the vast openness of space, the silence of the night sky being penetrated by echoes of their laughter and the sound of the reindeer. At that moment, Christina explained how Claus, or should I say Santa, went on to explain the importance of the Northern Lights, how it transported him to every continent in this realm. Wow, he was a professional, I thought to myself, certainly beats sitting on his lap in a garden center or shopping mall. Her father, looking on fondly, said, if anyone dared question whether Father Christmas was real, Chrissy was always there to set the record straight. Christina straightened her glasses and motioned toward the sky and explained how memories of her mum were so precious and how each year, as a reminder of that magical moment, a gift from the workshop would appear, as if by magic, under the tree, and continues to do so to this day. I thought for a moment how terrible it must have been to lose her mother, but to associate it with such a loving memory was quite something. Fair play to the dad, and it was cute how she played along too, it seemed. It was emotional and not wanting to downplay her memories at all. It was time for me to move on back to work. After all, it was easy to get carried away in the moment, so I finished with a parting sentence. So you came back all these years later to see your Santa on this cruise? How lovely. They concluded that it had been 20 years since the incident, and the memory of the three of them only grew stronger. Going back, it was just the right thing to do, and had contacted the charity to confirm the location as time had passed. But as fortune would have it, they still did these visits, and Claus was only too happy to oblige. I got the feeling that Christina knew as an adult, it may have seemed peculiar to some, 
especially the nature of her story. But he was still there working, so why not revisit? And it was made even more special when he shared that he knew exactly who she was. It was beautiful to see in a worthwhile venture. Well, I thanked them for their time and walked away, thinking that was one amazing Hallmark Channel-inspired story. If that's how they handle the grief, then what a poignant way. Christmas holds a special place in us all, and it made me long for land again and to be home with my family. I took one last glance back at the father and daughter and noticed how it was actually he who was supporting her. He held her as she stood and took out a guide stick, feeling her way forward, stepping cautiously along the prom deck. It dawned on me. Christina could not see. She was blind. It suddenly all made sense. For in that moment, in her mind, Christina really did meet Santa with her father. She felt his warm embrace, smelt his aroma, and fed his excited reindeer. She really did sit in his sleigh, visualizing what was happening as they glided over rooftops, under snow-covered canopies, and listened to Santa as they circled the northern lights, as the chilled high-altitude wind brushed her cheeks. No one can say otherwise. For what she experienced, that was her truth. Her father did what he had to do at the time to make life easier, a little more special, and he too kept his part of the bargain and with his bag of new trinkets he subtly took from the store will keep that tradition going a long, long time. Claus, too, he understood what the role bestowed upon him meant. Wow, what a story. Jewel glowed. The phrase etched on the door, I later found out, meant Christmas spirit. The Christmas spirit does indeed visit us each year, leaving gifts under the tree, resonating through the music we sing, the warmth we feel as we sit as a family around a game. It's that aroma from a box of decorations, the turkey roasting. It's finding a letter we wrote years before. If Santa Claus is the embodiment of that, then how could anyone not believe? Merry Christmas. What a beautiful story. Daniel, what an amazing thing to have happened to you. And it's no wonder now that you keep Christmas, the Christmas spirit alive with your, your family. If you follow Daniel on Instagram, uh, you'll see some wonderful Christmas posts he has there, including um, a, uh, a video that he may have actually caught Santa Claus uh, visiting his house. So you might want to check that out. Is Santa real? I would say there's a resounding yes. What do we mean by that? What is he to you? That is the big question before us. How will you show the spirit of Christmas this year? How will you bring Christmas joy to those around you? It's easy to get stressed out. It's easy to become cranky, to, uh, you know, to become bitter or angry and, and just wish for the holidays to be over. But don't run through the holidays. Be deliberate. Slow down. Plan activities. Do everything you can to make Christmas joy a part of your life and those in your life. Well, thank you so much for everyone for listening, for responding to my, my post. If you still want to chime in, let me encourage you to run out to find me on social medias and just leave a comment how you would answer that question. Is Santa real? Do you believe in him? Let me know what you think. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again to Dan for sending in his beautiful Christmas story. If you have a Christmas story you'd like me to read, uh, I'd be more than happy to do it. Send it my way if you want it read on the podcast. Let's flood the social media world with 
good Christmas content and kindness and the spirit of Christmas. If you would like to help support the show, one of the best ways you can do is to leave a, a review to subscribe. And there are also ways you can help support us financially. Those links are down in the show notes. And so you can take a look at that. So until next time, be kind to each other and do good. And let us remember to honor Christmas in our heart and try to keep it all the year. Have a very Merry Christmas.